0: Bitter patter, let's get at
1: Er, er, er. Did you say bitter batter? Pitter patter. Oh, that makes more sense. Peter Piper picked a peck I don't think of I've peppers. ever had any batter that was bitter. Uh, you never had sourdough? Oh, not the batter, no. Oh. No.
0: Man, you gotta you test that shit, man. You gotta know if your microbes are where they need to be. Mm. I have no idea if that's a thing. I don't either. I did try making my own sourdough for a while. That was pretty easy. You gotta, like, let it
1: ferment for, like, months. That sounds like fun. Yeah, it's like a science fair project. People try to come over, knock on your door. What are you doing, Sean? I'm fermenting. I'm fermenting. <laughs> <laughs> Go away, fermenting. <from> <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hello, all you crazy cats and even like proud person. Welcome back to Text Recording. I'm your host. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Murder. Uh, joining me again is not Eric Wheeler, but
1: Derek Laporte. I pride myself on being a cheap date. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Already slurring before the booze hits That's the it. lips. That's Yeah, it's yeah. true.
1: I couldn't I couldn't say... I don't even remember what I could say now. Yes. Or what I couldn't say. Mm. I was trying to say something. And it came yeah. out soon, soon. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Essentially. Something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. And that would be like the a and e reenactment version (laughs) of it right
0: (laughs) that we that just play yourself that's
1: right when i play myself and everybody else are like 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 actors you know i had a friend who was on one of those it was on a uh it was like a it was one of the lifetime ones i Mm. think or or something like that yeah lifetime because it was about like women who basically convince men to like commit murder for them. This it's is one of like, those specific niche it's shows. Like
0: one third of the movies on Lifetime.
1: Yeah. I, I've worked on a number of those movies. Yeah. No, like... <laughs> no, but this is like this is like one of those like true story uh, one hour gotcha. reenactment things. Right. On. So he was in the reenactment. He was the the kind of nice oaf guy who, mm-hmm. you know, Went and did the murder for her, yeah. you know. Here we go, crisscross. You, know? you do yeah. my murder, I do yours. Crisscross, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. crisscross, yeah, yeah, yeah. crisscross. Uh, from the train. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and actually, the whole idea writes from the other train movie he's, much earlier, and yeah. the 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 Hitchcock one, right? Uh, uh, Strangers uh, on a train. Uh, train strangers. My, my
0: disdain for Hitchcock makes me only able to reference the "Throw Mama from the Train" out of disrespect.
1: Oh, gotcha! You don't like Hitchcock. Yeah, no. This is going to have to be a new thing. <laughs> we'll, we'll cover this. We'll, this will be a whole episode that, that Hitchcock thing. No, it's not that I'm a necessarily a lover, a but cock-ian. I do have to hear. Th- I do have to hear this this disdainment. You know,
0: unfortunately, it's not an episode's worth it. Is it is literally what he calls suspense? I call boredom. I we're, you know, we're, we're driving in a car Uh where, and we're still driving and we're still driving and nothing happens and nothing happens. And oh my God, nothing continued to happen. And we got to our fucking destination and all we had was goddamn eerie music. Go fuck yourself. You cunt.
1: Huh? Yeah. I thought that his whole thing was like the whole thing he talked about trying to do, right? Is, is the, the, um, the different types of suspense, right? Mm -hmm. The bomb under the table. They show us the ticking bomb. They show us. Two guys talking about nothing, Mm -hmm. and Tarantino movies were born, basically. Kind of from the same similar thing of talking about nothing while... Well, actually, not so much, because obviously he doesn't have a ticking clock. They just talk about nothing, sudden violence, and then... Yeah, for I, I don't know. For I love Tarantino, yeah. and for yeah. some
0: reason, that's totally fine. I, it, 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 I think it's literally just the pacing. Mm-hmm. I just can't stand how slow Hitchcock movies are. Yeah, um, in like especially when there's suspenseful things that never pay off. Yeah, uh, that that sort of red herring is just infuriating to me.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I I'm not. Like I don't like all of his stuff, Mm. and the one that he likes least is my favorite. By the way, Rope. Rope. Yeah, Yeah, that's actually my favorite Hitchcock film. And Mm. uh, I mean, you know, everybody tells me Vertigo. I should love Vertigo, but I mean, by it's difficult because if you if you watch it, shot is cool, but yeah, if if you watch it by this time, I I get that. Okay, so he did a lot of stuff that was he was a first person to do. Yeah, that's the that's the big thing. Like uh like but when you fucking create a new art form when you create it's, a new art form and every first person. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and after everybody in the world rips you off, yeah, the like when you rewatch something that totally then it then you see the reflections of it. So I'll give you a, a terrible example of this. I've watched <laughs> I watched The Room, mm. okay, and I had not seen um uh Rebel Without a Cause oh, okay, before. True. And I remember, because I, I, I read the um, book, The Disaster Artist, which is uh, the book that the guy who plays, I think it's Mark in it. The guy who plays Mark, like, wrote a book about the, the making of the film. Yeah. Oh, I, I haven't seen The Room. Okay, well, anyway. I always get it confused with Room. Well, yeah. No, 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 The Room, <laughs> like yeah, the yeah. one with Tommy Wiseau. Okay, so he wrote a book about his experience on that. And, and I had actually, because I had gotten, I'd read It's Even Better to Get the audio book because the guy who... Who wrote the book reads it. So mm. the guy who played Mark reads it, and he gives us every time Tommy Waso so says something in the book, he gives us amazing impression of him. So it's mm. so it's worth it if you're gonna if you're gonna read the book, listen to the audio book because it's super I, funny. I but, only do. <laughs> but um, but uh, getting back to it, so I had not seen Rebel Without a Cause. Right on. Uh. Until after after uh, having read the book and knowing that Tommy was so was like all like his whole thing was rebel without a cause Mm. when he was making the room. Gotcha. And so, so everything, everything in the world is like now in Rebel Without a Cause. When I watch it, is kind of like oh, Mm -hmm. you know, ah, you know, and even the chicken reference Mm -hmm. that's in that's in Back to the Future now. Uh, I'm like, oh wow! So that was totally stolen from Rebel Without oh, Cause. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and so it, it's kind of. It's kind of interesting, right? Because we we have these other references now and then mm-hmm. we go back and we watch the original and we're like, "Oh, well, that's not as, you know, revolutionary." It's like Chap- Chaplin or Buster Keaton, mm-hmm. like the, the yes. Looney
0: Tunes did all of that way before Chaplin ever did in my mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's uh, you know, uh, yeah. I was not exposed to Chaplin until probably my late teens. Right. And, you know, Looney Tunes was already all over it, pretty much every gag that was in any Chaplin I've seen.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, you do kind of get warped by these things, right? It's all about like what seeing what you see first and everything, mm-hmm. um, which it, which is always a, a dangerous kind of thing because I mean you may be in a situation where you see like the the Solaris that. That Soderbergh did before mm. you see the Russian one, you're gonna yeah. always be like, Oh my god, you know, But
0: I, I guess that's just something that exists in, in all art. Mm. Um I well, I guess since uh, since we have the ability to record things now though, that, that changes the the context a little bit. We can actually compare side by side. Whereas like if your play was derivative a couple hundred years ago, yeah. no one would have known or even had seen or been exposed to the uh, the things that was derivative of. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas yeah, yeah, you know, it just kind of goes back to that uh, there's no new, nothing new under the sun. Or... Yeah.
1: Yeah, and there's even I I think there's a there's even crossover of uh creative because um like there's the whole thing um I remember I, I remember this thing about uh Helen Keller mm. that she had like Watch written hell in water. it was that thing too. Mm. I, re- I always remember that now. But um <laughs> uh but I I had heard about Helen Keller before I saw South Park. Otherwise mm. we might have the same situation gotcha. where I just think she's a she's a star <laughs> in a musical, <laughs> you know? I don't know. Um but um but I read about this she's thing like, where yeah, she's like who's Tommy, right? <laughs> yeah. She she'd written uh written like this short story mm. and it apparently, the short story was, like, the same as, like, some other famous story before. Mm. And she had no way, like, and so, she, like, she had not copied it, yeah. you know, because, <laughs> I mean. She couldn't. <laughs> yeah. So she realized that instead it was something, like, Just the story innate. was told to her, mm. told to her maybe, like, when she was super young mm. and that parts of it got in there but that it was kind of like you said there's some innate level of uh we all drive a story a similar direction mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. we all we all kind of do that mm-hmm. um and so there was some level of that as well because there were a few differences but but it, it, it so it, it's kind of interesting that that there's this kind of you know and even in even in this um the Resist Jam that I did, I did a game about, like, stamping. Mm. There was another guy who did a stamping game. <laughs> like, in, in something, and it has absolutely nothing to do with, like, the, pre, the, the, esta- like, the established, like, guidelines or anything <laughs> like that. So it just is uh, this huge coincidence that, yeah. like, I'm thinking this, and then somebody will be thinking that at the exact same time, somewhere, yeah. you know. Well, that's like the uh, the Alexander Graham Bell thing. The mm. uh,
0: his patent was awarded the the prize or the patent because he was like an hour before the other guy that right. submitted the patent. Right. You know, they they we just kind of get to these points in history where the next evolution becomes obvious, and the first person to tap into it wins. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess that same thing applies to art though. I mean, you know, it's, uh, the, the concept in comedy is always a big deal is to, you know, who is stealing whose jokes where, you know, some people are are really protective about their jokes and then other people just kind of realize that it's, it's part of the ether and, you know, it's, it's, it's almost a math problem. And, you know, these two things exist and someone was bound to tell a joke about airplane peanuts or, you know, whatever. right, Right. I mean, i don't know there i think i I definitely am a firm believer that there are really no new ideas there is just combinations of what we have come up with and everything is just building on itself and you know if we look at technology it is you know if you just look in 100 gear increments it does look vastly different but if you follow the trend everything is just really the same just kind of building on fractals of itself
1: yeah i i you're, I think you're totally. I think you're totally right. Everybody kind of, all kind of, like we realize this now even more with I think social media, is mm-hmm. it, uh, because you'll see comments that you're like, oh, I would have said that, yeah. or oh, I, I would, I totally like the person says exactly yeah. what you would have said. Oh, I got a great comment. Oh, so yeah, somebody already made it. Somebody, yeah. already, made it. somebody yeah. already thought of that, right? Um, so there's situations like that, but it also, also it makes. Uh, it makes it more apparent the artistic mind, I mm. think. Um, and I'll give you an example. Um, my wife actually mentioned this to me. She said that— My um, wife. My wife. Yeah, she mentioned this to me. Uh that was a terrible impression by the way let's let's just move on let's just i'm just moving on i'm just i can't do but yeah no go ahead do your borat let's hear it let's hear it do a Borat. that that was as much as i can do just the my wife yeah pretty much okay so you got a two-word impression awesome great here i got a two i got i got hey okay i'll do a two-word impression you know who it is i'm borat done (laughs) (laughs) boom bam see same thing okay point taken sir yeah So, so, um, uh, I'm George W. Bush. That's a long <laughs> one. See, see, that's that's more than two yeah, words. So you got to find somebody. I'm Madonna. There we go. That's another mm, one. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be a one word name. Mm. Right. Anyway, I think, uh, that
0: need, I think that
1: needs a British accent. Though. It does. Yeah. 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 Or maybe not. Maybe a faked one. <laughs> oh,
0: obviously. that's the only thing I can do. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Hers
0: is even fake. I yeah, feel it's like. Implied. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Um, so yeah, so the the story go like the, the okay, I'm acting like it's some story from on it. She this actually, I guess, happened in her class or whatever. She actually, she took architecture for for a while. And they took, uh, they they had a, like a, a, a uh, like an art class, like a drawing class, because mm-hmm. you had to learn how to draw. And they and generally speaking, somebody who's going into architecture, they probably don't have much of a like drawing history. So it's really, I would assume that would be well, common practice. I like, mean, isn't that kind of like what draws you in? I art? mean, eh, pun intended. Um, I I guess I guess I I mean it wasn't assumed. Mm-hmm. I guess is the thing. Yeah, totally. And so, uh, so they the first thing in their their class was. Um, they were like, okay, we want you to draw yourself from your perspective. Draw, draw, like, draw you from your perspective, okay? And so everybody had, like, uh, the entire class, like, right, had gone and they had, like, looked in a mirror mm-hmm. and they'd drawn themselves. And depending upon their artistic abilities as far as drawing goes, mm. um, some of them were pretty good, some of them were, like, not that good. But that... That yeah. was the essential effort that they had made. One guy had instead drawn like his nose mm. and drawn like his legs yeah, yeah. and his hand on the sheet of paper. Mm. And that, that's an artist, yeah, because no one else in that classroom outside the lens. thought that yeah. way, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think, I think there are situations like that where it's somebody who thinks mm. so differently from from all the other people out there mm-hmm. you know that's what I think it makes yeah, yeah I think but I, I would also
0: argue that there's probably one of those in every class oh yeah, so yeah you, you probably know, I,
1: I, I, one in 30 so you got a one in 30 <laughs> chance of being an artist right or, or well depending on one one in 12 one in 15 yeah I mean I I I have a
0: I'm not sure how much of a listener you are to the poly tinkering program but I have a certain level of disdain for the term artist or artistry in mm. general. Um, I uh, coming from my, my blue collar background, it seems like a, a, yeah. a cop out or a. So uh, you
1: can would you consider yourself a craftsman? Yes, instead most, mo- a craftsman m- more so. M- yeah,
0: most and definitely. And you
1: would say that those are the two the two different things, right? Art craft or art art craft. Artsman uh, um, or artist craftsman. <laughs> Artsman.
0: Huh? My yeah. My, my simple dividing line is payment. Um, Mm. so, you know, if you're getting paid to do something, if it's a commissioned work, it is craftsmanship. If it is something that is inside of you that needs to be released and it is not, uh, with the, the thought or consideration of payment, it is purely an expression of you. I believe Mm -hmm. that to be the only thing that is true art, which, uh, the gentlemen of the half round at Paula have, uh, forced me to refer to as tra. Because I'm, my definition of art is just too ridiculous for the common man.
1: Ah, okay. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Fascinating. <laughs> I mean, I think, look, look, so so there's the whole thing about, uh, so in in a way you, there's certain things you're correct about with that, okay? I'm, not to get too far into it, oh, no, but I, mean, I want to say that, um, so, so like with drawing, mm-hmm. right, you can actually, drawing is a skill. Mm-hmm. You can actually... Uh, and, and most people don't believe this because they believe it's some, like, wow, how did the—because they oh, see somebody who's done God. it yeah, yeah. for so long, so they don't—they can't imagine how they could possibly do that. Mm-hmm. But if you go through—and so, like, for instance, there's, like, an exercise where you just—you um you take a, like, something that somebody's drawn or a picture, and you flip it upside down. Hmm. And— you force yourself to go from like the top down, then drawing from the top down, mm-hmm. all the lines, and you focus on that, just the lines and not what the thing is. Mm-hmm. Then you will be able to draw almost a photorealistic version of it. Gotcha. Basically, yeah, yeah. Anybody, yeah, anybody can do that. Hmm. And I mean, it'll take a while, take right, right. it takes time, but but anybody can do that. So it's a skill that you can teach yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that. The imagination thing obviously is not a skill portion of it because that, that, like, as you, you, far as you think imagination,
0: imagination is innate and genetic or born in somehow.
1: I, I, I don't know. See, because I mean, I think we all go through this thing where we'll have moments where. We are not that creative, mm-hmm. and we don't think that w- we can imagine unique and interesting things, and then we'll go through a sudden time in which there will be just like a cluster of things mm-hmm. you know what I mean where we can where we just have like like uh, all ideas like are like real quick and they all come together, and so then it's you'll like have a. I I have no idea. I have no idea where where that comes from. Really, I mean, um, I, well, yeah. Actually, it's my uh, imagination chip in the back of my mind. I got it installed a few weeks ago. No, um, yeah. I mean, uh, that's the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. If somebody could actually figure out like how to yeah how to ima- like how to actually get this portion of the brain to work, mm-hmm. then you know, it, I'm sure that there would be. That would be a big thing, right? Where they could well, make a robot do it or whatever. Figure out how to like, make mean, a robot I, make movies. It, you know, it,
0: if you want to take it down the uh, the conspiracy rant, which is always one of my favorite holes to dig into. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, it it could be it. Has been pontificated that we have figured that out, and we have engineered our educational system to be the opposite—to uh, put out robots that would uh, basically benefit their yeah. uh, factory-loving overlords. Um, yeah. You know, they, I, I do think that I—I I, I disagree in that I think that. Uh, um, Creativity is something that can be, uh, that can be fostered, just like any skill, just okay. like drawing or learning right. to play the piano. I think that uh, if it is if it is encouraged, creativity can flourish more, and the more yeah. that you do it, yeah. I think creativity really stems from curiosity more than anything. And if you're not curious, you're not going to care enough to try to be creative. You know, yeah. if you are satisfied, if you are, you know, a zombie on the couch playing. Nintendo, and you, you are okay with that, you have no reason to be intellectually curious, and you have no reason to make connections that other people might not. So, you know, if that was something that was either uh, encouraged or rewarded in your upbringing, I, I believe that would foster a more creative person and creative society. Mm. But I just don't think that's the the goals of the, the architects of our society.
1: So, I... Uh... You teach, and as a teacher, do you think that try not to talk in the about process that. well <laughs> nah, yeah it's right. okay okay well uh, no, no, he no. doesn't teach he never teaches uh, I don't know, I heard this fake news it's clearly fake news, alternative facts mm-hmm. um no, this so, so, so no, so I have yeah. a question for you yeah, as a, as a, as a teacher I'm just making jokes. um i just i just want i like do you think that uh, going through kind of like because I, I know at some point like students come to you and they say hey so can, you know I'm trying to do this like what what are your suggestions what mm-hmm. we, do you think that going through them with that uh, like kind of you practice creativity in a way without oh, yeah. without it being like. Without it being your own personal creativity, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, um, my my teaching revolves mainly
0: around gear. Um, so the the required things that I am supposed to teach are are cameras right. and audio recording equipment. Um, so that is something that can be taught in you know a matter of hours. Yes. But what I spend the most of my time actually trying to teach is people to just think, people to just be aware of what's around them and try and anticipate the needs of what is going to happen. And I think that is uh, probably one of the best lessons I I can try and instill is just the fact that, you know, if you are present, you know, both – physically and consciously, you are going to be rewarded for that. You are going to find a level of success. It might not be, you know, the, uh, the golden mansion on the hill, but you, you know, you're not going to be on welfare, certainly.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think that's a, I think you touched on like a huge thing there, which is, um, because clearly like just, just thinking about it, right. Just, just actually seeing from it like that's the reason why the guy drew his perspective mm-hmm. cuz he started from nothing mm-hmm. right he heard what they said he no started from no mm-hmm. assumption right and then he just looked and he drew what he saw mm-hmm. and it was not what everybody else did yeah you know yeah so i think that's a huge thing i think like like no assumptions just just doing it that way you know that's that's the artist mind maybe uh, or yeah. craftsman mind in, in your <laughs> situation. That's well, the perfect craftsman mind. Well,
0: that's the the scientific mind, the problem solving mind, the, yeah. the journalist mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to uh, one of my favorite shows, Politics, 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 with uh, Justin Robert Young, yeah. and uh, he was talking to a journalist, and they were, you know, just talking about how close the The science of journalism or science and journalism are related. You know, when you start with a a belief and then you go in trying to prove that, that is no longer science and that is no longer journalism. But if you start by looking at facts or looking for facts and then trying to interpret them, that is, in fact, what, you know, journalism and science both should be. But unfortunately, both of them are, you know, tainted in their own ways.
1: Yeah, I I Bob Town uh, who wrote uh Chinatown hmm. said that uh said that a as like I well he was talking specifically about a screenwriter but I think he meant you know, just writer in general um needs to be both a reporter and a poet. Hmm. Because obviously you yeah. have to get these facts down of what's going to ha- like what's going on in the script, what's you know or what's happening in the book or whatever, mm-hmm. but you also have to have some level of poetry. 'Cause you have to make other meanings mm-hmm. to other than just these events, like some some sort of sense of that. And I was like, that was that was like a, that was a thing to me where it was like, whoa, you yeah. know, what a what a thought. Yeah. You know? Conveying
0: yeah. humanity within the data.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Just remember to text.
1: Is there any humanity in data? And of course, I mean the Star Trek character. Oh, uh, it's pronounced data. Um, well, I'm calling him data now because he, you know, because he's no longer, uh, you know, on TV. So oh. he is now a bit of data <laughs> on Wikipedia. That's funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. Mm. Yeah. Oh, check
0: us out on the, uh, the, the Twitters, Polytinker, at Polytinkering. Uh, We're on the Facebook at uh, Fallcast Studios. Uh, You can uh, donate to our Patreon if you go to Fallcast.com or I think Patreon slash Fallcast. Something like that, um, and Mr. Laporte again. I forgot the name of your show.
1: Oh, it's okay. It's uh, it's Hollywood Verge mm. is the that's the podcast. Yeah, yeah, if Hollywood Verge. It's on Stitcher Radio. Are you mm. guys on Stitcher? No, I never. No? Yeah, we'll kick you up on Stitcher then. Uh, I'll show you, you. You submit and it's there. Uh, it's right pretty on. easy. It's it's easy as peasy. But also, uh, of course, iTunes. Which mm. you guys are on iTunes. Yeah, so, yeah. that's where I found you. Mm. I found you on iTunes. Yeah, <laughs> stalker. Yeah, no, Facebook. (laughs) Oh.